Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast. I'm really excited to be finally doing this. Um, I guess I should start by introducing the name of the podcast, which is Genepa. The reason I chose this name is because Genepa, it's a, well, Genepa, it's a fruit from Puerto Rico that you can also find in Central and other Latin American countries, as well as the Dominican Republic. And um, the reason I chose the name was because, I don't know, the name just sounds like something I would make. Not the fruit, obviously, but like if, if I named a podcast, I feel like it makes sense for me. But um, one of the reasons why I chose it was because I have like really fun memories of it as, um, as a kid and growing up. Also, I do apologize beforehand. You're, you're going to hear a lot of ums, a lot of likes, and just me like kind of trying to figure everything out. And so, um, um, where was I? Oh, oops. Do you hear that? Sorry, I have to connect my laptop because it's going to die. There we go. You guys heard that lovely noise. Uh, <laughs> but um, the reason is because I have really good memories as a kid. And um, it only comes once a year. So every time it came around and it was in season, me and my aunt or my dad or anyone that was taking care of me would take me to get canepas. And it usually came in like this long see-through plastic um, bag and plastic bag. And so that was, I have good memories with it because it was, I think it was during summer that they're in season. And I don't know, I just like got excited every time we went out to get them. And um, they're basically like, I think they're called Spanish limes. I think that's what they're called. But they're like really small. And on the outside, they're like dark green and it's a hard shell. And then on the inside, you find the flesh um, and the meat basically of the fruit. And it's like really sweet. But sometimes it can also be, sour especially if you eat it without it being fully ripe um yeah um another reason why i chose the name was because again since it only comes in seasons i feel like that serves as a you know metaphor for life in general like we have to appreciate what we have in the moment and take advantage of whatever it is because you never know um if it'll happen again and you know you just gotta live life as you are in the moment and do the best you can for anything and everything um, so yeah, that's why I chose the name Genepa. I just love the fruit and I have good memories and also just like, um, serves as a symbol for what I'm hoping this podcast and, you know, life in general will be like. And so I guess I should start by talking about myself a little bit. I grew up in Puerto Rico. I was born and raised there and I moved here to California when I was 15 years old. So that was when in the year, I think 2013. Yeah. So it's been about five and a half years, I think. I can't do math. I'm an arts major. It's not my job to do math. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I moved here when I was 15. And that's actually one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Because, in yeah, I did go to a bilingual school. But for the most part, we just spoke Spanish. So when I first moved here, it was very different for me. And I was overwhelmed and everything was in English. So I was like a little lost. I was overwhelmed by everything. And it's kind of hard, especially if you moved here, like you, if you move somewhere else, like junior year, junior year of high school, sorry, like, um, it's hard to make friends because everyone has known each other for like forever, literally. And they probably went to the same elementary school, then middle school and then high school. And then here I am just a new boy during junior year of high school. Like, only two years left and we all graduate, you know? 
So that was, it was really hard for me to make friends at first. And just like the language barrier was a challenge that I had to overcome. But I'm glad I did. And it served as an advantage to come here at an early age because I got to learn a lot more and it was easier for me to learn English for the most part. Still can't speak. She Every time I make a mistake or whatever, I jokingly say around that I'm foreign. Um, my friends will know what I'm talking about, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the challenges I feel like for me and for any kid that's coming from a different country where English is not the first language, it's just that we have to overcome that and also like try to, you know, meet new people and it's all very overwhelming and it's all a lot at first, but, um, it helps you grow as a person and it helps you become stronger, at least from my experience. And so it was... Um, I'm grateful for it, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, it was that was one of the hardest things, was just like the language barrier. And another thing that was really hard for me was just leaving everything and everyone I knew behind. Um, the culture is very different here, I should say, than in Puerto Rico. I feel like here, although people are more open-minded, I feel like they're not as friendly and welcoming as people in Puerto Rico are. Um, in Puerto Rico, you literally say hi to anyone and everyone. And it's just part of our culture. You know, you're f friendly towards everyone. And I feel like we lack that a little bit here. And that's just speaking from my experience. And I wish we were more, you know, welcoming and more friendly towards one another. Because, um, you know, hard, life is hard enough as it is. So why not just, you know, try and and be the nicest you can to people? Because we all go through different things, you know. And so... But I get it. We all have our off days and that's normal too. We're all humans. We're not perfect. But um, that's those are the two hardest, hardest, can't speak again, girl. <laughs> those were the two hardest things um, for me when I moved here was the language and also just, you know, losing the culture. And not gonna lie, I almost gave up and I just almost went back to Puerto Rico because I was I didn't think I could handle it, and I just wanted to go back to everything I knew, um, the home I knew and everything, but I toughed it out. <laughs> I stayed. My cousin helped convince me, and also I was just like, I thought to myself that I should take this opportunity and, you know, run with it, because um, this is not always, you don't always get a chance to, you know, move somewhere else and, you know, learn something different, and I definitely wanted to take that challenge and, you know go forward with it. Um, but yeah, what else should we talk about? Um, let me think, let me think. Oh, um, for those who don't really know me that well or know me at all, I should say that, um, I don't know, I guess I should say I'm half Chinese, half Puerto Rican, and I do speak Cantonese and Spanish as well. Um, I feel like because I don't practice my Cantonese as much anymore, I feel like I'm losing it a little bit. So, hey, if you speak Cantonese, please hit me up. Let's hang out. Let's talk a little bit and, you know, so I can practice my Cantonese because um, I'm not trying to forget it. And with Spanish, I feel like I don't forget it really because for the most part, um, that's the culture I grew up in. And then so it's always with me. Um, and it's funny because even though I lived in Puerto Rico and I was born there and raised there, I still lived, um, lived with my Chinese side of the family. So I felt like I have I had two lives. I was like Hannah Montana, basically. <laughs> At home, I was this Chinese kid, um, and we only speak can spoke Cantonese, and we only ate Chinese food. Yet when I went out to school and everything else, it was everything was in Spanish. And then 
I've, I was the Puerto Rican kid. Um, but even going out, like people, because I look mixed, people always knew me as a Chinese boy. So <laughs> I guess regardless if I was out or at home, I was the Chinese boy. But I'm just saying that um, it was really fun and interesting experiencing both cultures at once simultaneously because at home I got to be really into like the Chinese um, culture and everything and then outside I could be involved in my Puerto Rican culture and I think it's really beautiful um, to be able to experience different cultures at once um, regardless if you're a biracial kid a biracial person or not um, it's always really interesting to me cultures language everything is really interesting to me um, so yeah, so it obviously had its own challenges. Uh, for the longest time, I didn't know my own identity. I didn't know who I was. I feel like I was not part of either fully because I was mixed, but um, that's changed. Obviously, now I feel like I'm fully both. Um, I embody both and I own both and I'm proud of both. Um, but yeah, every time I go to Hong Kong, <laughs> the servers are like family, friends and everyone always mention like, oh my God, he looks like foreign. He, he doesn't look full Chinese. And I'm like, yep, that happens when you have <laughs> different ethnicity, parents and stuff, you know. But the funny thing is that they don't know. I feel, I understand Cantonese. So they would say in Cantonese and I'm like, you know, I understand you, right? And the same way in Puerto Rico, I remember this one lady, I was at a grocery store and I was buying something and she was speaking to me and I was speaking to her. And then she was like, oh my God, your Spanish is so good. And I'm like, yeah, that happens when you're born and raised here, you know? Um, <laughs> obviously didn't say that. I don't like being a dick. So, um, and I feel like people don't do that on purpose. Um, they're not trying to be malicious or anything. I just feel like people get confused because um, I look mixed, so they don't know how to, like, how to go about it, I guess. But, you know, um, I'm a very approachable person. I do have a wrestling bitch face and it's kind of become like my defense mechanism because I feel like for when I was younger I was bullied a lot and especially for being gay so I just learned to you know put this defense up and this wall up but when you talk to me I'm actually really friendly and I love talking to people I'm a very social person I like learning about people and their thought process and everything so if you see me around don't feel you know feel afraid um, you can approach me I would love that I, like I said, I love meeting people. And so that's every time I go to SF, I just like talking to people because I get to meet them. And I, again, I feel very comfortable when I'm in SF. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just like <laughs> early on in life, I just had all these, I wouldn't say battles, but all these things going on for me. Like I had my identity has a biracial kid, but also my identity has a queer person and dealing with that. And it was a lot at first, like, not going to lie. It can be um, slightly overwhelming, especially as a kid. Now it's not. But, you know, growing up, you're not really sure of who you are yet. And I'm not sure I fully know who I am yet either, because I feel like I still have a lot to experience and I need to live life a little more. Um, but yeah, it's just like, um, also, I guess I should talk, um, touch on the subject of the schools I went to because one of the things that played a role in me feeling down and sad and depressed about my identities was school because I went to private schools and in Puerto Rico um, for the most part private schools are religious so they're either Baptist Christian Catholic and so that 
Growing up, all I heard was that what I was or how I felt was invalid and it was wrong and that I needed to change and I needed to pray it away. And for the longest time, that really fucked with my mind, not gonna lie. And I literally sat on my bed every night thinking about it, stressing out. And I'm like, I'm not worthy of being here or I don't belong here just because of how I feel. I felt guilty of the person I was and I am. And I feel like no kid should go through that, you know, especially when we're growing up. We don't know better. We don't know how to handle these these type of situations and these things. And so I don't think any kid should feel that way. And I don't think an adult should make a child feel that way. And but it happened. And but honestly, I grew up, grew from it as a person. And now I just want to be myself as fully as I can. And I, you know, I want to do justice by younger me, you know, I want to live life so that, and also be vocal about it so that people and younger generations, I mean, I'm still kind of young, but you know, I hope that I inspire other people to just live their truth, you know, because it sucks being in a position where you don't feel like you can be yourself and that you're being judged and that, you know, you don't have a right to be who you are. And, you know, we've come a long way since, you know, since, <laughs> since the beginning of time, basically. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. And that was another challenge of going to school in Puerto Rico was just that I, it, I didn't feel that I should be proud of who I am, but like moving here, it really gave me an opportunity to basically be free. And I've never felt so liberated in my life. And I'm thankful for that. Yes, it has, a, it had its challenges when I m first moved here, but I wouldn't have it any other way because I've met so many amazing people and I've had so many beautiful experiences and I've been able to grow and express myself and have this freedom that I never had before. And I don't know, I just hope that, you know, I inspire other people to do the same and just live their, tru live their truth. Um, but yeah, what else can we talk about? I feel like also, guys, um, I can't help, but I feel like I can help it. But I feel like I'm going to be talking Spanish in some of the podcasts um, because I don't know. I just that's <laughs> I just speak Spanish to myself most of the time when I'm speaking to myself. 90% of the time it's in Spanish, especially if I'm angry or if I'm like talking really fast. As, oh, my God. If you're <laughs> I have really bad road rage so if you're sitting with me and someone does something to piss me off you're gonna hear the spanish it comes out and i feel like every time that i have road rage and someone's with me for the first time in my car they get like shook they're like oh my god who is this person and i'm like who is she too because i don't know either like it's just that um <laughs> the puerto rican jumps out anytime i'm like about to you know um I'm going to say fight, but I don't really fight anyone. But I guess every time I get mad, I just, the Perican jumps out. Um, but yeah, I just like, also I love shaking people. Shaking people. Is that even a thing? I like shooking people. Shook, shaking. I don't know. You guys understand. You kind of get what I'm, where I'm trying to go with this. Um, but I like have, leaving people shook um, when I speak Spanish and they don't expect it. And I'm like, yeah, hello. Especially with the customers. It's like, I don't know. It's just fun whenever they're. Um, they don't expect it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to talk about, guys, I guess. Oh, I recently turned 21. I'm finally legal legal 
to drink here in California, even though I was legal at 18 in Puerto Rico, but <clears throat> who's keeping count? I'm not salty. Are you salty? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just, I don't get why the U.S., the legal age is like 21 when everywhere else is 18. But anyway, pop off, I guess. <laughs> but I, um, I remember that I turned 21 recently because I have a wine bottle right next to me and like also right next to me towards the side. I have a huge, big box full of alcohol because that's what I got for my birthday. Everyone, everyone gifted me alcohol. And I'm like, I'm not mad about it because my birthday was during finals week and finals literally like left me dead. Like I put, pulled two all-nighters and I felt dead by the end of the week. So it was nice and still nice having alcohol with me to kind of get me through. But yeah, I'm a wine bitch. Like I really enjoy wine. I like cocktails, especially fruity cocktails, because I really hate the taste of alcohol. If you give me a shot, I will literally throw up. Hennessy? No. Get that away from me. That's the devil's work. <laughs> but yeah, I just like fruity drinks because it kind of help mask the taste of alcohol. And I don't really like the taste of alcohol in general. So I like fruity drinks. I like sangria. I like wines. Um, I used to hate wine, actually, but I've grown to really like them and enjoy them. I still haven't had a mimosa, which I'm salty about because mimosas sound so good. And I see people drinking it all the time. So I kind of want to try it out. And if you guys have any favorite drinks of yours that you think I should try out, please DM me or leave a comment on my post or on Twitter. Just tweet at me. Um, but yeah, um, I guess, no. you know what? I'm not going to give my Twitter away because that's where I am like no filter. I'm very like expressive over there and so I just want to spare y'all from going through that so I'll just <laughs> give you my Instagram so it's gonna be I'm probably gonna post this on my Instagram anyway so you guys are probably gonna come to find this podcast through my Instagram but it's Hyang J-I-A-N-G period and then Rodriguez R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z um, but yeah I feel like I have two person two different personalities on Instagram and Twitter. Like Twitter, I'm just my whole self. Ho, that sounded weird. My ho, ho, ho. Why am I saying it so weird? Mi puta self. <laughs> um, those who understand what puta is, then you know what I'm talking about. And then on Instagram, I'm just my artsy self. And I don't know. And that was Bernie, by the way. Bernie, come here. Oh, did you guys hear that? She's so cute. I love her. Um... I love taking care of her, really. She's, like, super friendly and super cuddly. I wouldn't really have any other pets because I just don't have the time for it. But right now, I'm taking care of her, so it's all good. She likes my company, I hope, <laughs> and I like hers, so yeah. Um, but I don't know what else I should talk about. I introduced myself. Um, I introduced a podcast. I don't know what else I should touch bases on. Um, but I feel like I don't want to go into any specific topic because I'm saving that for later episodes. I just wanted this episode to be kind of like an introduction to me and the podcast. And, you know, I am excited, though, about the second episode, which I'm going to record with my friend Nick. I know this is still the first episode, but I kind of know what I want to do for the second one already. And I asked my good friend Nick to join me for that. So I hope you guys tune in for that as well. But I don't know, I guess um, I'm just excited overall. And I thank you guys for like listening and for tuning in if you did. And I really appreciate it. And 
yeah, I think I'm going to leave it at that. I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye, everyone.